A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and we have a news show for you today. Mailwidge is what brings us news is what brings us together today. I've I've had a a very long day, um, as you could probably imagine from my nonsense here. I want to welcome Chris to the Patreon. Chris, thank you so much for going to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and supporting the show. Really means a lot. I appreciate it. If you need anything, just feel free to email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. And let's go ahead and jump into the news. Rivian has confirmed that they are making an electric bike. I know I laughed there a little bit. But really, what you can't hear in my laugh is that I have a frowny face because this is ridiculous. Rivian, concentrate on your core business. Once that's up and running successfully and what you're doing is not successful at this point, then make a bike. Don't do this. Don't. Ah. Why do these companies do this? I don't, I don't understand. Unless you're going to transition from making vehicles to bikes and you're not going to make cars anymore, then by all means. Otherwise... You know, wait until you got your stuff figured out. <laughs> Turns out when you were in pre-production, you you are like, you know what? We're not going to make these mistakes that we're seeing Tesla and others make. And they didn't specifically call out Tesla. And now that you are up and running, uh, it, it's a lot harder to build a car. So why add complication to it and, and throw in an electric bike? I just don't understand. It drives me crazy. Moving on, VinFast is cutting jobs in North America. The layoffs, the layoffs, the layoffs will include 80 jobs in the United States and Canada. VinFast is also restructuring their uh, C-suite here in the United States. The U.S. CFO, Chief Financial Officer, will also be let go. Some have wondered if VinFast's days are numbered here in the United States. And to that I say, Vin group is an enormous conglomerate. Um, VinFast is just a one small part of their overall business, and it's probably very small uh, compared to what else they do. Vin group, excuse me, is like the biggest conglomerate in Vietnam. So whatever they're spending here in the United States is probably not a lot. I'm sure they have a budget, but it's not like Vin Group's going to run out of money. If they decide they don't want to operate in the U.S. anymore, it won't be because they ran out of money. It'll be because they decide, you know, it's not a good financial investment for them. But I think they'll be fine. 
Faraday Future will finally start production on the FF91 in March of 2023. I feel like I've said this over and over and over again, and it hasn't, hasn't happened. So hopefully it's finally happening. We'll see. I saw the FF91 at CES. It is a very large car. Think of those old wood-paneled station wagons that your grandparents used to drive. That's how big this thing is. It looks more futuristic than that, but it's big. It's a big car. Canoe has announced a stock sale in order to fund production. Canoe is currently selling 50 million shares of common stock so that they can start production. So how much will 50 million shares generate for them? That's about $52.5 million, which is not very much money. But if I convert that into Israeli shekels, that'll be 183 million Israeli shekels, which sounds like a lot more money than $52 million. You know what? Honestly, I could, now that I'm thinking about it, I have a story about an Israeli company that's coming up later in a couple of stories from now. I should have saved that for then, but eh, there you are. Moving on, VW has issued a recall for the ID4. Uh, this recall has to do with the car abruptly stalling. There is a glitch in the battery management system. This is a simple software update. It affects about 21,000 vehicles, and unfortunately, people are still going to have to bring their vehicle into the dealer. Um, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Let's talk real quick about bi-directional charging. Enphase has introduced an all-in-one solar home energy bundle that includes bi-directional charging. Enphase says that the system gives the users complete control over their energy. And I like what Enphase is doing here. But before we talk too much about this, um, I'd like to see who they're partnering with. Because if they don't have EV partners that will make this work, I, I think it's kind of dead in the water. So they haven't announced, as far as I know, any manufacturers that they're, they've partnered with. But it's not like you can just you know, drive your F-150 Lightning into the garage and plug in and it's going to work. Like, I'm sure that there's something more that needs to be done. There needs to be some sort of partnership, some sort of handshake uh, for this to work. So when they announce more partners or any partners, we'll, we'll cover the story more in depth. For our final EV story, I want to thank Steve, who's a Patreon supporter, for uh, passing this along. An Israeli company is currently prototyping a new electric vehicle that is designed to operate on busy and narrow streets. The company behind the car is called City Transformer. Notice I didn't say City Transport, because that's actually what I read in my head when I read it. It's City Transformer, and that's an important distinction. Their new vehicle, or prototype the vehicle, the CT1 can extend and retract its wheels with the push of a button. It takes about two seconds. And this theoretically makes it easier to navigate around busy streets or very narrow streets. Uh, think of some of these streets in Europe or some of the busy, really busy streets in Asia. Like I've been to Bangkok several times and those streets are insane. Um, they're nice and wide in most places, but they are very, very congested with vehicles. 
So what the CT1 does is when the wheels are extended, the vehicle is 4.59 feet wide or 1.4 meters wide. And then if you think, oh, this is getting a little tight, you can actually retract the wheels to make the vehicle 3.28 feet wide or one meter wide. So that is really cool. Um, when the wheels are extended, the CT1 has a top speed of 55 miles per hour or 90 kilometers per hour. Retracted, the top speed is about 30 miles per hour, which makes sense because if you made it go too fast and you made kind of an abrupt turn or maybe even an easy turn, it would just tip over. This thing is 8.2 feet long. So when those wheels are retracted and it's just a little over three feet wide, um, it could make it tip if you're going too fast. And it may seem a bit weird that the vehicle is anywhere between 3.28 and 4.9 feet wide and 8 feet long, but this vehicle actually seats two people, one in the front and one in the back. It'll have a max range of 111 miles. The estimated starting price is 16,000 euros or right around 17,500 US dollars. And that concludes our EV news for today. We're going to get to our Tesla news real quick, but I do want to tell you there are different ways to support the show. I mentioned this over the last couple episodes, and I finally got it all kind of dialed in. First option to support the show excuse me, is patreon.com. You can go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and support the show there or support kilowatt.com. That'll take you to the same place. If you want to support the show, but you don't like Patreon, you can look in the show notes and there is a link for Acast Plus and that will actually get you um, a Patreon-like experience where if you contribute, you'll get an ad-free experience. And at any level you contribute, you still get the ad-free experience. It's just how much money you would like to give. And if you need help, I'll walk you through the process. By the way, David, I sent you an email. Um, if you didn't get it, please email me because I figured out how to uh, get you that code that you need. And then there's a one-time donation, which is also found in the show notes through Acast, and then, of course, Patreon itself. So at some point in time, I will have a website. I'm working on that. I know I keep saying that, but it really is my, fo my focus gets pulled quite often just because I got so much stuff going on in my regular life. But hopefully we won't, won't be too long and we'll have a, a website up and this stuff will be a little bit more clear for those who want to support the show. All right, let's jump into our Tesla news. The Model Y is now classified as an SUV, as far as the Treasury Department is concerned. That means that when it comes to the Inflation Reduction Act tax credits, if you live here in the United States, um, you can purchase a Model Y that costs all the way up to $80,000 and still qualify for that $7,500 tax credit. A week ago, the max price for a Model Y was $55,000, I'm sure there are more price hikes for the Model Y uh, coming, but yeah, as we are, that's that's where we're at at the moment. I think Tesla would actually be smart if they kept the prices low and just put more pressure on other EV makers uh, just for a little bit. But you know, that's that's just my silly hope. Hertz announced that they were going to receive or take delivery of 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022. Well, we now know that Hertz took delivery of about half of those, just less than 50,000. 
Um, part of the issue was that Tesla increased prices throughout the year, year last year. Um, there were some production issues, apparently. And then they didn't have a contract with Tesla. So they just had to buy the cars like everybody else. So hopefully Hertz will meet its goal in 2023. According to a job posting, it looks like Tesla insurance is headed to Europe. Tesla is currently looking for legal counseling, excuse me, looking for a legal counsel specializing in European in the European insurance market. Ooh, that's hard to say. Tesla has had an insurance insurance branch in Malta since 2022. I had to do that multiple times, and that's the best take, if you can imagine. But they haven't really done much, you know, consumer-facing in Europe as far as insurance goes. Uh, so it sounds like they're ready to start making moves into that market, which is pretty cool if you're a Tesla owner in Europe. Full self-driving beta version 11 was supposed to be released in November 2022. I do believe that with this release, Tesla increased the price from 12000 to 15000 However, version 11 was never released. Elon has announced on Twitter that it should be released by the end of the week. At the time of this recording, it has not yet been released, but I am recording on a Wednesday because this is when I have time. So we'll see if it ends up coming by the end of the week. Tesla investors sued Elon over claiming that he was taking Tesla private at $420 a share. The shareholders were claiming that Elon's tweet or statement cost them millions of dollars. A jury found this week that Elon did not mislead an investors, even though he did get into trouble with the SEC, excuse me, um, a jury found that no damage was done to shareholders. Speaking of Tesla investors, on March 1st, Tesla is holding its first ever investor day in Austin, Texas. One of the things that Elon will unveil at that time is Tesla's master plan part three. So we don't know what it's going to include. Um, we can only assume it's going to include a more affordable vehicle and something that has to do with autopilot and full self-driving like hardware for, but I don't want to get your hopes up. So I thought we'd go over just kind of the highlights of master plan part one and master plan part two. Master plan one, the original was written by Elon in 2006. And the goal in master plan part one was to build a sports car use that money to build a affordable car and then use that money to build an even more affordable car, provide zero emissions, electric power generation options. Um, so those four things. And I think by and large Tesla has, has done that depending on what you consider to be an affordable car. Um, in terms of master plan part de, that was released in 2016 and the goal for that was to create solar roof with battery storage, expand the EV line across all major segments, develop self-driving capability 10 times safer than that of humans. Little side note here, in Master Plan Part 2, Elon actually said, when autopilot is 10 times safer than humans, the beta tag will be removed. So far, we're not there yet. Um, and the fourth thing that... 
test uh, Elon wanted to do with part de is enable your car to make money for you when you're not using it. Um, and there was, you know, some stuff about a people mover. I'm not sure when you look at all this stuff that they actually executed on part two. So um, we'll see how Elon summarizes it on March 1st. Invites for Investor Day are going out now. I checked my email. I, I checked it a lot and I did not get invited. I would like to be considered press Tesla, if you're listening to this, but I understand that you may not want to invite me. That's fine. I'm not an investor, um, but I sure would like to be invited. So I don't know who to reach out to, but if you do, email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. All right, everybody, that is it for our show this week. You can email me at the email address that I just shouted out there. You can also find me on Twitter at 918digital. I would like to again thank Chris for becoming a patron. I really appreciate you, Chris. You all are being so kind and generous uh, by supporting this show. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. All right, everybody, that is it for me today. I will see you on Tuesday. And actually, Tuesday, we'll, we'll, we're going to have an interview, unless it gets canceled for some reason, because uh, there are no earnings calls between now and Tuesday. So I've got an interview scheduled for the Valentine's Day. So there'll be a Valentine's Day special. So hopefully you enjoy it. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs>